VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Dread Podcast Network presents. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! Hello! And welcome to Kim and Cats. Stay alive. Stay alive. Maybe. Maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie. Spoilers and fucking all. Yes. And this week, Kim is going to tell me, Katrin Porter, a story, and I'm going to try to stay alive. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. I'm Kim. That's what we do. Burns. And I'm Ketrin. Uh Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, good to see you. You as well. Lovely to see you. You're gorgeous. Thank you. I felt like looking a li- like m- a little spooky mm-hmm. today. Um, it's my vibe uh, because I had some. Well, my updates are boring and stupid, but I'm going to tell you anyway, Great. and then we can we'll save the best for last. <laughs> uh, so I had mm. a very. I'm going to need you to like put on your acting pants. Because you're going to have to pretend to be interested. Great, great, great. Yeah. Tell me. So, well, one, I almost got a pigeon to eat out of my hand. Wow. I was very excited about it. And then two, on that same walk, I really felt like I had some real witch vibes going today. Because I was walking down the street and there, just growing out of the sidewalk, was this really just strong standing in its power plant like it was my height growing up out of the sidewalk and I was like what is this plant man like just living its best life out of the fucking sidewalk just being like I don't care if there's cement I'm a fucking plant I learned I took a picture with my little app it's milk thistle or prickly lettuce so I picked it and I'm drying it and I'm gonna make some fucking tea with it from my street weeds that I found. And then, <laughs> and then my dumb neighbors moved out, which is very wow. exciting. And so I've just been snooping around, seeing what they left behind and, you know, just being nosy. And I was like, what is this beautiful, vibrant plant that smells so good? They are growing spearmint outside as well as cayenne peppers. So now, I am growing spearmint outside <laughs> and cayenne peppers. And I'm just so excited this is about very it. Very exciting. Wow. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. So now I've decided I'm going to take my little foraging bag on my walk oh, with my little great. app that tells me what plants are. And I'm just going to have a little foraging bag with plants in it. Wow. I don't know how we're best friends. We're so different <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I can't think of something I'd want to do less. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But I mean, we both, we don't need to have the foraging doubled. We only need right. the one. Right, you do the foraging. Exactly. And I yeah. do the other stuff. Yep, <clears throat> and you do the not foraging. Yeah. You do anything that's not foraging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that I, I take I take care of that you don't want to do, so. 
photographs. Oh my god, yeah. You do the foraging, yeah. I do the photographs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. It's not Ketrin's so, special skill, you guys, taking pictures. It's it's tough. It's see, that's also the the one that sucks about that is that's also a downfall for me as well. Because uh-huh. like you're yeah. then it means I get no good photos of myself. <laughs> right, right. It's it's a tough it's tough. It's tough. But I'm working on it. I'm not it's not like I'm not open to learning. Uh yeah. Oh, that's not amazing. Yeah, you did understand when I explained mm-hmm. that like 75% wall ceiling and, and 25% head in the picture like doesn't look as good as like mostly head and body and then little little bit mm-hmm. wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I'm like getting you, it now. You picked that up. So yeah, it's a great place to start. Thank you. Uh, so our, our, forage, our foraging lessons will start soon because we're both vaccinated. <laughs> uh, it's very exciting. I have some news. I don't even know what to say. Do tell. For the first time in many, many years, I'm officially off the market, folks. <laughs> I know it must come it's as a shock exciting. to many of you, but um, the infamous Abraham Lincoln, who has been discussed uh, a couple episodes ago, probably, um, came back uh, yep. with a vengeance. And yes, he did. Um, yeah. Yeah, I am curious to hear, like, what you're going to tell. I don't know. And I actually thought about it before. And I was like, I don't know if he knows how much Mm -hmm. I tell about my life. (laughs) Well, I think that was actually one of my questions that. So I was like. A new development, fairly new, was that I think you've asked people that you are dating, like, hey, don't listen to my podcast until I tell you to yeah, kind of thing because yeah. you want them to get to know you with your permission, not... Right. Yeah, so I was curious about the status of the listening. Yeah, I mean, I definitely told him a while ago, like last before, that he could, and I, I don't remember if he did or not. Um, definitely not consistently, I don't think. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how much I... I want to share right away um, mm-hmm. for his I sake. Uh, I'd, I'd fucking tell you everything. I'm like, right. I'm like, these are my best friends. I have to tell them every fucking detail. Are you yeah, kidding me? I'm like, okay. Exactly. So he said this and then I said that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, I, he probably won't care. So I might come back with more details, but it's, it's very, very new. Uh, so yeah. um I'll just let it be that, I guess, for now, unless Ketrin has anything to say. We've no surprise to anyone that Ketrin has already scheduled a double date situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, immediately. Uh, I did want to make sure we got a meeting on the books. Um, he thinks it's a social endeavor. <laughs> we all know that it's a meeting. <laughs> a very important meeting. Um, so Sammy's rest assured. Uh, shock to no one. Uh, I will be overbearing, <laughs> uh, overprotective. Uh, All of these are like underlying things, though. Like, like the people don't know that. The, I know that this is happening. You know that this is happening. But the people yeah. don't know because Kedrin's delightful in person. You know, like Aww, she's just like you, completely personable. And so, but I, I know what she's doing. Oh yeah, <laughs> is it so? Is it obvious to you? I don't know. Or is it just the last time that this has happened? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking knows. True. I mean, the last time that it did happen, I was a 
stone cold, heartless bitch to the person. <laughs> and I was happy to do it, proud of it. I didn't care. It was, it felt good. I don't regret it. Uh, I didn't like how she was treated and I let him know and I loved it. Yeah. Um, it's great. But I was thinking mm-hmm. um, that our friends, uh, the Samuels, have really mm-hmm. been on this journey with me. And like I was talking really? to um, Lala, Sammy, Lala. on uh-huh. Instagram the other night. And uh, shout out to you. And yeah, she I went was in just and like, read the messages to Lala. So I'm all caught oh, good, up. Good, You're good, good, delightful good. and I love you. Yeah, she's like so sweet and like really like almost protective the way that Ketron is <laughs> with me when it comes to relationships. This was before <laughs> this new thing. Um, and so I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, like it's been many years since like I've actually like truly like, like obviously I've dated a fuck ton of people and like some of them have been more serious than others, but no one's like actually been like, I want to be in a committed relationship with you and only yeah. you. Um, and no one that you've really brought to like meet the family specifically right, yeah. where it's like we are having an event to meet this person kind of thing. Yeah. So I was like, what a journey it's been in general, but even just on this podcast, because it's been like two and a half years that y'all have been for anyone who's mm-hmm. listened the whole time or at least through the whole catalog. Like you've heard quite a journey that I've been Mm -hmm. on and you've been with me every step Mm -hmm. of the way. And I know so many of you like truly care and are very invested and I I really (laughs) appreciate that. And it means so much. And I just feel like this is a win for all of us. This is not testament for me. It's for all of us, you guys. Uh, Yeah. I fucking sent him a text this morning (laughs) and I said, I just woke up so happy. (sighs) And the only thing I can think of is that I'm just so Happy that Abraham Lincoln made the right choice. Aww. And so, yeah. Abraham Lincoln, if you're watching, <laughs> A, I coined your nickname. <laughs> B, nice work. C, don't fuck it up. Uh, I haven't even told him that we call him that yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to me, I'm like, how do you? N- how did that not occur to you? Uh. Like, <laughs> so obvious yeah i mean i don't Um, know how much he knows of anything that we i've talked about him on the podcast but anyway um yeah so i have a a boyfriend a boyfriend uh that is how you pronounce it yeah boyfriend yeah i haven't said that word in so long it's very uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) i do feel like i'm in the zone of um uh the uh what's the temperature thing the barometer uh Thermometer. Thermometer. Uh, okay. Thermometer? When you change it in your house. Thermostat. Thermostat. That's what I was looking mm-hmm. for. Uh, and this is like a a thing that like we go through as humans where it's like if you have the thermostat is at 60 and you turn it to 80, it doesn't immediately turn 80 in your in your home. Like it takes a little time to adjust yes. up to that thing. And so our bodies do the same thing and it doesn't our bodies don't know the difference of like good or bad kind of thing. Like it doesn't know if 60 is good or bad or 80 is good or bad. It's just needs to, it's just an adjustment. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, Oh, I was at 60 for so long and now I'm going to 80. So, uh, and now I'm, I'm at apparent, apparently 80 exists, but like my body is like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. <laughs> What's happening? Totally. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a little transitional period, even if it's a good thing, like our, our bodies like go through that stuff. So I, I do feel yeah. that a little bit where I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> Totally. And I think like, especially um, this is so weird. This was said twice. Something I was listening to that I can't remember. 
Um, and then also our friend uh, Hadley mentioned it. Oh, and someone from my high school Zoom where they were talking about like the older you get, the more set in your ways mm-hmm. you are, but not in a bad way. Just like you are making conscious choices about how you want your days to go. Yeah. So spoiler alert. That's going to be a transition. No, I, have, I already have. I already have a lot of that. We're like in yeah. a good way. I had to be like, well, I need to like enjoy my life now and not be like, well, I'll wait till I have someone to like. Yes. I don't even know. Get something that I want for my home or do whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've like really have created a life that I love. But it's very much mine on my own terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, goes the opposite way, too, because I'm. I guess I'll tell you this now. I'm having so much anxiety about our sync trip, not because I don't want to go. I like can't I can't even fathom how excited I am to go. Mm-hmm. But on the same instance, I have spent every single solitary day with my husband for 14 months. Yeah. And that will be the first time that I'll be not around him for an extended period of time. And I'm definitely just sort of like preparing yeah. for that. So I guess I'm telling you that now so that yeah. we, you know, well, we'll have get to have it off some the table. play dates ahead of time where. Yes. You that's a great hang idea. out with me or something. That's a great have- idea. That's a great idea. Maybe when we uh, go get my tattoo, we can, we can just have a little Fontana date <laughs> what do they have there <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing okay cool <laughs> nothing. i mean like just that tattoo parlor that's just, it that's like, all that's there yeah and you know fucking chains chain restaurants ch- chains of things <sighs> i thought you hominem problems like, hominem problems clink, hominem clink, problems clink, 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 yes chains. i I was like, why does Fontana have a lot of chains? Chain <laughs> businesses. businesses. I get it now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, there we are, Samuels. So that's my news. More more to come, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah. thank you all for supporting me and being on this journey with me. It really means the world. Yeah. Do you want to hear it's about a movie? Awesome. Yes. Do you know what it is? No, the clue. I had no idea. Okay. Well, I was inspired by your 1970s hit last week, and I decided to go oh, for a 70s hit. And it's I love one it. that's been on my list for quite a while. This mm-hmm. is Blackula. Blackula? <laughs> oh, you tricked me because you asked me about another one, and so I thought it was going to be that, but then you're doing this. Oh. You tricky bitch. The Vlavulkitch killer. The, yeah. <laughs> I tried right. <laughs> Clove hitch killer, and it was like none of the re- none of the correct no. like letters were in the first it word. Was, <laughs> it was love hutch killer, <laughs> <laughs> and I love that your phone was like, That's "I know right. we have autocorrect. <laughs> this looks great to me. <laughs> this yeah. looks perfect." Love hutch killer. Okay, Blackula back black to Blackula. <laughs> okay, this was made in 1972. Written by Joan Torres and Raymond Koenig. Directed mm-hmm. by William Crane, uh, who you can see in the documentary Hard Noir. Mm. He's in there and like talks about Blackula. Okay. Dead or alive? Dracula. <laughs> alive and well. 
Uh, Mamualde. Alive. Luva. Dead. Doctor. Dead. Lieutenant. Dead. Tina. Alive. Michelle. Alive. Bobby. Dead. Blondie. Dead. Taxi lady. Dead. Sam. Alive. Photographer. Oh my god. D- dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Here we go. It's nighttime on the outside of a castle. <laughs> a castle? It's pouring Yay. rain and there's thunder and lightning. Oh, how beautiful. And it says Transylvania 1780. Castle Dracula. (gasps) The dream. So inside we have three folks sitting at a table. One is an old white guy who I didn't realize for the longest time, but I guess this was Dracula. He was a a different interpretation than the normal Dracula, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what they all normally. Who fucking knows? What does does Dracula look like? He could be anybody. Yeah. It could be me. I am. This was some old white guy. And then um, a black couple. And they are, he's an African prince and his wife. So I guess that makes her a princess. So basically our African prince is there to kind of help stop the slave trade in Europe. Oh, shit. And he hands his plans to dude and uh Dracula, I believe, is like slavery has um, merit. And then he stands up and looks at our African princess and says, like, I mean, I would pay for your delicious wife. Uh, Dracula? And I was like, this is not. No, Dracula. No, 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 Dracula. Am I wrong in thinking that, like, in general, I thought maybe I'd be, like, a fan of Dracula, but I'm currently not? Yeah. No. He's... What a dick. Not okay. Okay. Yeah. Fuck you, guy. We need to educate him a bit. Yeah, or just fucking dust the guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, homonym problem. Not dust him, get the dust off. Stake him, he turns to dust. Okay, got it. Uh... But the prince has, like, the best reaction. So he's like, I would, like, pay for your delicious wife. Mm -hmm." And the prince is like, sir, are you ill? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going to say to racists from now on. Are you ill? Are you unwell? The fucking dude is like, what? It's a compliment. A man of my stature to look with desire on one of your color. (gasps) Oh, wow. Okay. I don't. It's, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I need to, I actually need to regroup for a second. I thought this was sort of, okay, this is a little triggering. Okay, cool, great, I'm there now. Okay, Mm -hmm. here we go. Did you know when you started? I think because it's like a pun on Dracula, I was thinking that it was going to be a little bit more tongue-in-cheek, maybe even funny, Um, but these are not funny topics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has its, we'll, we'll see. So, okay. But uh, the prince is like, this is distasteful. You're behaving like an animal. 
And motherfucking Dracula was like, well, you're the one coming from the jungle. And <gasps> Prince is just like, I'm out. Like, fuck Goodbye. this. Yeah. So he gets up to leave and Dracula is like, nope. And like stops him. And then two men come out from like nowhere and like grab the wife. And then two guys start fighting um, the prince. And the prince is like fighting back. And like they grab things off the wall, like he grabs a torch, they grab like a sword that's hanging up, you know, and they're fighting each other. That's the thing about castles. Yeah, there's just shit hanging. There's weapons hanging all over. Totally. It's just made of weapons. 100. And so they're fighting and there's fire and all kinds of stuff. And um, the dude, Dracula, starts like laughing and leaves. And eventually the prince gets captured. And so they hit him over the head with, like, a bowl or something, and he passes out. Okay. And Dracula comes back with vampires. And then he has vampire teeth. Okay. Eh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should have told you in the beginning that this was Dracula. I probably should have been like, surprise! It's a, He is Dracula, but it was Dracula Castle. I don't know. You t- And it was, yeah, it was Dracula Castle. I don't think Dracula lets just, like, any old guy... In there, and I feel like and he Dracula's was like, gonna clearly like this is my home, yeah. So, no, no, no I got we would have yeah. gotten there the whole time. Yeah. I was like, This is Dracula, right? But I was like, I probably could have kept it secret, but too late. I, I would have gotten there. Yeah. <laughs> also, let's put a pin in this. I've decided that I'd really like us both to get uh fitted fangs. I oh, feel like it's an investment okay. that we should have, and I can't believe we haven't done it before. That'd be fun, great, cool. I'm in, okay. Uh, so. Anyway, so he's surrounded by some vampires and like the lady vampires go and take the princess and then Dracula goes over and bites the prince. Mm. And now we just see him with a bloody mouth and he's like, you shall pay, black prince. I put a curse of suffering on you and doom you to living hell. Hunger for blood grows in you, but you will starve for eternity. I curse you as Blackula. Okay. And then they put him in a coffin and close it and lock it. And the wife is there watching. And he says to the wife, you now have to watch helpless until the black flesh rots from your bones and listen to his cries. Oh, shit. So they're basically saying, like, I'm lock. just so I'm clear, I'm locking you in this coffin because I'm an asshole. Yeah. But, like, you're not going to be dead because you're Blackula now. Yeah. But also, you're not going to be able to eat, so, like, yeah. eternity is just going to fucking suck. Yeah. Like, basically, I made you into a vampire, and then I locked you in this coffin, so you can't eat. What a dick. And then... You're like, Dickula, am I Dickula right? Dickula is right. Yeah. Fuck Dickula. Yeah. So, then he laughs and leaves, and they shut the door, which is really just the wall, like, a very thick wall situation, so this is almost, like a hidden dark room that they now have the locked coffin in and the wife who just has to now die in there listening to her husband's <sighs> like vampire screams from the coffin. Hate this. Mm-hmm. Not into it. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. So, and then like, of course the wife is like crying and stuff, you know, cut to 
fun 70s music and the credits. Hey. Yay. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a patron, you can't see that I'm doing the super cool disco dance right now. Spoiler alert. I hate disco music, but continue. Yeah. I don't think it was uh, disco. It's more um, <laughs> funk. More words that I wasn't going to know what to say. Funk's a, Yeah. Funk sounds okay. good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was like, I, I did. What am I trying to do? I, talking about I wasn't music? trying to. Like, I was like, it's more. Oh wait, I don't know the word for any uh, right, 70s yeah. genres. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's we more know not that. that. <laughs> yep, got it. So, okay, now it's daytime outside the castle, and it says Transylvania present day. Okay. Inside are some men laughing about Dracula. And there's like an old whitey who's a British and he Mm -hmm. explains that, um, yeah, that Dracula lived here, but they think like basically everyone who was here was like destroyed by Van Helsing 150 years ago. Van Helsing. Okay. And so the two other guys who are kind of like younger, um, are like, oh, well that changes thing. Like if, if, if. Like, because they're kind of joking, being like, yeah, no, I to-, to, yeah, Dracula is totally real. I totally believe in Dracula, right. you know, and the guy's yeah. like, no, 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 like for real. And they're like, well, I mean, if Dracula really lived here, then that changes things like, you know, that's that doesn't look good. So, right. The guy's like, OK, I'll sell it to you for like a 15 percent discount or something like that. OK. Question number one, what do you do? What do they do? The people trying to buy the castle? Yeah. I buy the fuck out of that castle. I buy the fuck out of that castle. I will deal with the consequences. I hear you. I am prepared to answer accordingly from here on out, knowing that I willingly bought this fucking castle. Uh, What do they do? They also buy it, but without the aforementioned disclaimer. Point for them. (laughs) Kim, goddammit. What am I going to... Did you really think I wasn't going to buy the fucking castle? I can't. I can't even. I have to buy the castle. But that's your choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they take it and sign the okay. papers, and then they basically are like, "Fuck yeah!" Like when we, because there's still like furniture and stuff inside, and they're like, "When we, these antiques are going to sell like crazy because of the Dracula legend and everything like that." Sure. So it's actually kind of good. Yeah. Um, and you know, oh, like, and and again, the guy's like, it's not a legend; it's very real. And they're like, okay. And they're like, is there any like secret passages or anything in here? You know. And so they like uh, are like looking around, and they find the room, uh huh, with like a very dusty coffin. Okay. How does the room open? It's truly like the wall that is like that is like two feet thick. It's just mm-hmm. like scrapes against the floor. But is there like a button or oh, something? I, I don't or? see how the. I oh, see okay. the, that's what I was asking. I can't see okay. the mechanism. Uh, Got it. It okay. just appears to. Uh, let's call it a lever. It's a lever. It's probably like that's a secret book you pull out. I, I have no idea. So, uh, cut to shipyard. Like cargo being moved around and things like that. It's the mm-hmm. port of Los Angeles. I know that place. 
present day, which of course is 1972. 1972. So now we're in the warehouse and it's the two guys who bought the antiques and they're like, we're going to be rich. Uh, but it's like super dark um, in there. So there's like a, a cargo with like lanterns basically. So they light a lantern. So anyway, they're talking and then I was like, I think they're boyfriends. And it's I love cute. that they're 1972 boyfriends. Yeah. So like one guy um, is black with like a cute afro and the other guy is like a, a white like blondie kind of kid, like long, you know, like shoulder length 1972 hair. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So because one of them was like, ooh, we should take that coffin and put it in our living room. It'll freak everyone out. And so afro starts to like knock that he like goes over and knocks like the lock off of it but before mm-hmm. he can open it blondie like cuts his arm and he's like ah fuck so of course boyfriend goes over to blondie and his arm is like bleeding like his forearm and he's like ouchies and yeah. so um afro goes and like grabs something and he starts like wrapping up the wound for him and stuff and we see behind them the coffin slowly opens. Blackula sits straight up. And then he stands up, sort of stretches. And I was like, I Woo! mean, yeah, it's been, it's been a couple it's been a, years. It's been a minute. Yeah, that was a Woo! good nap. Hello. About as long as since I last had a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So... Um, you know, the boyfriends are just kind of like bickering, trying to fix the wound and blah, you know, and Blackula like slowly walks to them. Um, and they turn and see him and he has like his vampire teeth out. Question number mm-hmm. two, what do you do? What do they do? Oh, I guess I'm trying to stay alive. Um, it's usually our goal. Yep. Uh, I just like kind of ha- like already have a sauce spot for Blackula, so like I'm not looking forward to my choices. I think they are okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buffy this bitch and I'm going to uh kick apart a piece of the wooden coffin. Yes, wooden. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna Uh, stay his isn't wooden, but there's a ton of cargo boxes around. So yeah, the Okay. The coffin doesn't appear to be wood that I could tell, but um, there is tons of cargo wood boxes around, so it's it's yeah. wood galore. Wood galore. So I'm going to grab some wood galore and I'm I'm going to try and stake him. Um, and apologize while I do it. <laughs> uh, what did they do? I feel like they're going to be, like, kind of shocked by it. Like, I feel like they're not going to immediately be like, clearly this is a vampire that we should grab some wood and stake him. So... I think they just scream and hold each other. I give you one and a half points. Okay. Just because your description was very on point, but like they like don't even scream. They're just like oh. shocked. And then he just comes over and bites Blondie's arm and kind of okay. like pushes Afro like out of the way. Okay. So yeah, basically they do nothing. Okay. <laughs> Great. Cool. So he's like sucking the blood from Blondie's arm and of course, it's like sweet, sweet fucking nectar. Yeah. Can you imagine? Question number three. What do you do and what does boyfriend do? Uh, well, this, he's distracted. Vampire is distracted. This is a perfect time to stake him in the back through the heart. So that's what I'm going to do. 
Um, I think boyfriend maybe tries to just like push him off. Final answer. Maybe one and a half points again. So he grabs um, like a piece, like a board or something like that and like hits Blackula. Um, Blackula just like smacks him away and he like flies back. And then Blackula goes over and grabs boyfriend and chokes him to death, question mark, then bites, question mark. I was confused. Okay. Regardless, well, he literally never got to do vampire shit. Ever. He was in a coffin. Before this. He may not. Right. I know. Keep, yeah. put a crystal in that. Okay. So, regardless, they did. Okay. So, Blackula now goes over back to his coffin and he takes like a big cape out. And, like <gasps> dust it off and then puts it on. Love and we it. hear the voiceover of Dicula being like, <clears throat> I curse you with my name, Blackula, a vampire like myself, a living right. fiend. Okay. And then Blackula gets back in his coffin and kind of laughs and shuts the door. Sure. Satiated. <laughs> So now we're at a funeral home and we see Blackula like peeking through the curtains at a dead body like in the in the coffin. So it's kind of just a room with a dead body in the coffin. Yeah. So he's like peeking through at it and the hand of the body like moves a little bit. And then I see that it's our friend Afro. Oh, okay. And then the mortician comes in with like his friends it's like three so it's the mortician and then three friends two women and Mm -hmm. a guy and they kind of one of them is like oh it's bobby like you know since like we've known him since we were kids like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and they were like why is his hand weird like that like it was kind of just like on the side of the coffin and they're like and the Mm. mortician's just like oh that can be like a reflex sometimes like with bodies you know and he's like because he's not embalmed yet and so the mortician leaves them to kind of stay with him. And so it's like two women and a guy and one of the women has like a hood kind of like on and she like pulls it back like a little bit and she's like okay. stunning and beautiful and looks just like princess. <gasps> okay. And okay. so Blackula is still peeking through the curtains and sees her just like mm-hmm. her face. And he's like, showing. Yeah. And the ladies are kind of asking the guy that they're with, like, hoping that he can find answers and things like that. So, like, they appear to all be friends, but also he appears to, like, you know, be involved with figuring it out somehow. And so they leave. Who's G? G stays to look at the body. Who is G? Who's G? G? Gordon. Okay, because he turned Gordon. into doctor. Okay. Oh, okay. Got the it, ladies got it, got hope it. Gordon can find the answer. And so the ladies leave. Gordon stays and kind of like looks at the body a little closer. And then a hand touches his shoulder. It's the mortician. Oh, tricked me. And he's like stopping him and he says, Dr. Thomas. So that's why I start calling him. Doctor. Okay. Got it. Or he says that his name is Dr. Thomas. He's a scientific investigation division. 
of of the scientific investigation. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got it. Uh, I'm there now. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm figuring out the words at the same rate that you guys same are hearing. Same time I them. am. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry for me to- we're all we're all on the same same train. <laughs> <laughs> He's with the scientific investigation division. And mortician is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, and you know, he starts looking at the the body more. The doctor does, and the mortician is telling him that he worked really hard on the neck wound. <laughs> The neck wound. (laughs) Fuck fuck you, Kim. Fuck off Uh, with your mouth. (laughs) The neck wound. Uh Uh-huh. Because the flesh was torn out and he's like, gosh, I've never seen rats like, you know, do something like that. It was like two or three inches deep. And so, you know, Dr. Thomas is kind of like investigating the wound a little bit more. And he's like, oh, it's you said you're not embalmed yet. And the doctor's looking at him and he's like, like, basically, it has some, like, makeup covering up the wound, but I think there was probably, like, bite marks or something. Yeah. And he's like, his veins are empty. Like, he lost, like, a lot of blood. Did the coroner mention, like, much bleeding? And the mortician's like, nope. Okay. And Dr. Thomas asks about the other body. You know, they were found together. Blondie. And the mortician is like, oh, well, he's white, so we don't get many white people here. Oh, Okay. And so, because all of these people are, are black. Are black, yeah. And so the doctor leaves. And <laughs> the doctor, I didn't find it to be this way, so maybe I didn't portray it this way, but the doctor leaves, and then the mortician is like, that's the rudest N-word I've ever seen in my life. What? And I was like, he was very stern and like what he did. Like, he was very business. Like, he's like, I okay. need to find out. Like, he was very business and all that's happening. Um, very business. But And I guess, okay, so maybe here's what's happening. He's very business, but these people just lost someone. So maybe they're like, where's your bedside manner, But bro? he's friends with them, too. He knows him. He oh. knows Bobby. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I, I just thought, But it was like fun. I just thought that was yeah. like. I was like, oh, I didn't find him to be that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now the two ladies are walking. It's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they split up. So hooded lady is going home alone. So she's walking by herself and she starts to hear noises behind her. And so she moves a little faster and she hears noises. And so she starts running. And so she's like running through the streets and she looks back and then she runs right into something. Yeah. It's Blackula. <gasps> Blackula. And he's like. So big. Like, he's just like a big man. Ooh, hi. Yeah. Are we talking like Blackula Daddy? He's a little Daddy Blackula, Blackula Daddy. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Daddy Blackula. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah, she's like, whoa. And he's like, Luva. Luva. Oh, Luva. His it's princess. me. And so, um, Hooded Girl just like runs, like, <laughs> she's like ah, I'm not ah, yeah. <laughs> and he follows and she runs like I, I don't know where this is in LA I guess maybe some places where it's they've changed it since then but she runs basically like th- this is on the PCH for sure they're not at the PCH but she runs like um down some steps uh-huh and goes through like a little corridor and then comes back up so she's going under the street basically Oh, yeah, I don't know where that is, but all right. Yeah. So anyway, so she does that, but she's running and she ends up dropping her purse, but just keeps on running. 
Okay. So Blackula stops to pick it up and <laughs> he gets out of the, <laughs> he gets up, walks up the steps and just walks into the street. And he's like looking into the, into the purse. And then a cab comes and just runs right into him. Oh shit. <laughs> and it reminded me of the scene in Elf where like, <laughs> it's my favorite, it's one of my favorite scenes in Elf where he gets I forget hit, what it is. He gets hit by a cab because both oh, of them right. just like haven't been on streets before. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> Except in, why would he in Elf like his a, body doesn't bend? A cab hits him and it's just he's just as straight as a board just falls over like, and he's like, I'm okay. <laughs> but, I forgot about that scene. Yeah, I love it so much. And so yeah, yeah why would he think that there was the, a car cup? Like they don't what they yeah he's it's after his time. Yeah. So yeah, he's um so the 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 car the taxi stops and a taxi lady gets out and she's all like what the hell like you know like what the fuck da, 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 da. and blackula's just like pissed because he's like i lost her like he oh. was really needed to find luva you know so he's like you imbecile and the like he's really pissed at her and she's like what the fuck like you're the imbecile that ran out in front of yeah. me like what the fuck dude yeah. And so, like, Taxi Lady's kind of, like, yelling at him. So then he looks at her with his vamp teeth. Mm-hmm. Question number four, what does she do? What do you do? I am going to get back into my vehicle, and I'm going to drive away. Uh, I think she... So she actively sees his vamp teeth. Yeah, they're, like, in each other's faces. I think she's like, uh, sorry, sorry, man, sorry, sorry, and gets back in her car as well. I'm feeling very generous because, like, all of these are, like, pretty close, and I'm like, I'll just give it to her. Oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, you could try to get back into your vehicle. I mean, well, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, questions we come up against sometimes where it's like, you may not be successful, but what other option do you have? Yeah. Other than to try to, you know. So. Yeah. And she's totally like, oh, you're you're fine. You're fine. No, no, no. It's cool, 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 cool. Look, I'm sure she's somewhere, whoever she is. You know, I, I wouldn't yeah. be worried. You know, just uh, <laughs> just go ahead and go get her. You know, like, just yeah. like. I love that people in 1972 are seeing a dude with like fangs <laughs> and they're like, vampire as opposed to like what's up with your teeth man <laughs> big time yeah and so blackula grabs her head with his ah. big giant hands and then bites her neck hey and cut back to our friend the hooded girl and she's like running and she runs into her apartment building so it's like a hallway she gets to the door of her apartment, we can assume. Mm-hmm. And of course it's locked. And so she goes and like gets a key from the wall. Like what? <laughs> just like a little, like, uh, like a little, like oh, little, little door, door for, and keys? it opens. And then she like grabs her key and goes and opens the door. And I was like, guys, that's not, that's not, that's, that's, that's not a hiding key. <laughs> that doesn't, no, you may as well not a, lock your door. Yeah. That's a, here's, here's my key house <laughs> if you would like to come in without my permission like, here it is what are the 70s is this yeah is this a thing it was bizarro world i was like <laughs> yeah uh if you are the 70s and you're listening please let us know <laughs> it's 
truly. I mean, it's great. I forget. I forget my key. I I lock myself out a lot. You know what I mean? But like I too. Also, why do I lock my door if for anybody, me or anybody else, if if the key's right there? (laughs) Yeah. If there's like, here's a little door behind it is the key. And then a neon sign that's like, please take me. (laughs) I am the key. Yeah. So anyway, she gets her wall key and goes on inside. Great. Congratulations. Um, she does lock the chain inside. So that's ah, one okay. protection at least. So she goes over to the window and starts like looking out the curtains and there's knocking on the door. <gasps> okay. Question number whatever the fuck. What do you do? What does she do? I love those little chain dealies. So I'm going to peek, but like through the chain. Um, and But what I'm also going to do is like right as I open it, I'm going to be like, I'll be right there, large honey that is holding a steak, and then answer the door. Uh, what does she do? I think she peeks through the chain as well. Not the chain restaurant, the door chain. <laughs> I'm going to give you a half a point. Because uh, okay. she does a th- very important thing. Next thing we see what? is just a knife. Okay. Heading towards okay. the door. She's like, I'm ready. Okay. So she grabs She's the knife. She's like, anyone can get into my apartment, <laughs> so I got to have <laughs> knives everywhere. Seriously. Yeah. So she grabs a knife and um, goes to the door, and the door slowly opens. And we hear, Tina, get the chain. It's me. And so oh. it's her sister, Michelle, who she had just been with, been okay. walking with. So she opens the door and like brings Michelle in really quick and like locks the door. So Tina is our hooded girl, our Luva, mm-hmm. mo- okay. modern Luva, and modern Luva. Michelle's her sister. Michelle is her si- sister. Okay. And so she brings her in and like locks the door. And Michelle's like, "What? Like what? Like what? What? What happened? You know? Like why are you freaking out?" And she tells her that like a man tried to attack her and he has her purse, so he definitely has her keys and her ID. Yeah. Well, everybody has your keys. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, what are the 70s? I don't know. What are the 70s? I don't yeah. know. So <laughs> Michelle just, you know, like comforts her. And now we see Bac- Bl- Blackula back at his coffin. Oh, that's going to be a toughie. He's, he's Blackula. <laughs> and he lays down in his coffin and sleeps, like holding the purse with love. Oh. Oh my god. Oh no. So now we're at the police station and our friend the doctor uh comes in and he like knows everyone. So he his name is Dr. Thomas, but he's of the whatever investigation division or something. Sure, sure. Yeah. I I, I'm I'm I don't know the roles of everybody. So he's a doctor, but he also like has some sort of authority about things. Pol- maybe policey things. He's some type of things. investigation-y things too. So maybe he's like a police coroner type of autopsy man doctor. He might be a of, different possibly. kind of doctor, though. I don't know that he's like a medical doctor. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. I, yeah. You know what? I didn't get his resume. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, he knows everybody at the police station. He like works with them. So Got he's it. like saying hi to fucking. Jane or whoever and like mm-hmm. you know asking for the more guy Sam mm-hmm. and uh so Sam brings him into the morgue which is like a weird upstairs morgue 
upstairs more. always downstairs? Yeah, it was. Yes. It had like a, a window to the outside. Like, okay. I mean, I guess nobody nobody told me it has to be a downstairs I, morgue. I've just never seen one that is. Exactly. Yeah, but it has like a, a freaking window no. to the I mean, fucking sunshine. So I love it. Uh, and and freezer, which I assume it's dark in there. So sure. anyway, he needs to. Doctor needs to come and check on Juanita Jones. Uh, the coroner's office told him to come. So they pull out the body from the deep freezer. Freezer. Uh-huh. And it's Taxi Lady. <gasps> okay. And Sam Morgue guy is like hinting that like she was probably a prostitute or some fucking bullshit like that. Rude. Racist, I'm sure. Yeah. And the doctor is just like, can you get me coffee? Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. And so now the doctor Thomas starts checking the body and he sees two little the bite marks. marks on her yes. neck and he kind of like laughs to himself and he's like that's <laughs> like that's ridiculous okay hmm. but then has All a right. little concerned face yeah me too just thinking some me thoughts too. i mean it's just yeah. silly just silly but mm. silly thoughts silly these almost look like vampire mm. bites oh but that's silly <laughs> so now doctors with lieutenant um head police guy and the doctor's like i need the reports from the two guys from the other night so the boyfriends um and lieutenant is like oh like basically the reports are lost somehow okay and dr thomas is like oh strange how so many uh sloppy police jobs involve black victims Uh, uh, okay and the lieutenant is like you're just being paranoid like one of them wasn't black (sighs) And he's like, anyway, like, what's what's the connection? Like, what's the connection that you have with them and the taxi lady? And mm-hmm. he calls um, someone, Barney. Fucking, I can't remember. I didn't, I didn't know I needed to know his name until later, but calls yeah. one cop. Let's call him Barney. Barney it is. And no. he's like, Barney, like, can you get the reports or whatever? Okay. And the doctor is kind of, so he's asking what the connection is and stuff. And the doctor is like kind of keep keeping his cards close to himself just being like you know i'll i'll let i'll let i'll tell you when i know kind of yeah you know he's like i'm yeah. still still working it out a little bit yeah so he didn't go in and he wasn't like they both have the same neck wound <laughs> bye okay he did not all right great he's yeah he's he's got a good head on his shoulders where he's like this is this is insane right but also yeah. i'm curious so yeah and then of course the lieutenant is like what do we think it's like or some organized thing or something there's been a lot of panther activity lately and the doctor is like two f word interior designers and a lady cab driver, and he's like, "Come on!" Oy. And he's like, "It's Michelle's birthday tonight, so I'll be at the club if you need okay. to like give me the reports or whatever the fuck." And the do- the doctor said this. Doctor says this. So okay, Tina and Michelle are sisters. Doctor and Michelle, I think, are married. They're definitely okay. a couple. And Tina. Is our princess? Tina's, yeah, Luba. Okay, got Does it. Does that all make sense? Yes. Okay. And like those were the three that came in and saw Bobby yes. in the beginning. So Yes. And so at least at least like the, the women were like friends with Bobby from childhood. Right. Now we're back at the mortician where Bobby was. Okay. Uh, he answers the phone and it's the doctor and doctor's asking for an autopsy on Bobby and mortician's like, we can't. The family's here, blah, 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 blah. And so doctor's like, okay, I'll send men there. They'll be there like after eight. 
After eight. Okay. And we appeared to be in some type of lab uh, with Michelle, who works there. Um, mm-hmm. So she's doing science shit. Uh, mm-hmm. And she starts telling her husband, doctor, about Tina from last night. And, like, you know, that she got, like, Saying chased. she got attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so, like, they're changing low ox, et cetera. And... And putting a different key in the key door. <laughs> right outside of her house. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So that'll, that'll keep them out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I need to. Uh, it's just. I, I it's almost, truly mind boggling. I'm with I you. I almost need to like watch it back to be like, this is what happened, right? Like, I don't know how else <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't know what else it was. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the uh anyway doctor's like leaving you know so she just told him about everything that happened to tina and doctor's like next year i'll move you to the suburbs and he like you know gives her a little wink kind of and she's like mm-hmm, just like you did last year right okay so now we're later we're at the club and a 70s band is playing um hey and it's like a club where we like sit down at a table so it's like doctor michelle and tina are all okay. sitting. Michelle and Doctor are a very cute couple. Um, the band plays for a long time. We really get a full everything. A full set. Full set. Great. Okay. Um, singing. It's lovely. 70s. I love it. I'm here for it. Some people are dancing, etc. And then Blackula enters. Okay. He doesn't have to wait behind a velvet rope. He's Blackula. Mm-hmm. And... We just see him like talking to the door people, people who work there, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh-huh. um, he, I think, like a cocktail waitress, he talks to someone. And so she goes and grabs Tina and brings Tina to Blackula. And Blackula gives her her purse. Her purse. And, okay. But he says his name is um, Mamu Walde. Okay. And so she's actually, like, super grateful and, like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And she invites him to join them. Sure. So he comes over. Wait, does he come over yet? Regardless, he says to Tina, you have an amazing resemblance to my wife, Mm. my late wife. And apologies for frightening you. And so then he does come over and they're, like, doing a cheers all together and they're like cheers mm-hmm. to life and happiness forever okay oh i had a question for you and i didn't answer it i just moved the little sticky note over and then been there well been shit there. you'll just have to give me the double ding i guess she's not gonna give me the double ding well fuck. the question was he well, gives you your purse what do you do what does she do oh Oh, well, my answer would have been invite him over for drinks. Really? Yes. Someone who gives me my purse back. I'd be like, let me buy you a drink. One hundred percent. But he's also the person that you bumped into and were scared of. Uh, All the more reason to like stay on his good side now that he's like in this club with me and I'm getting my locks changed. And (laughs) yeah, I'm going to buy him a drink. Fascinating. All right. Well, that's what she does. You get zero points, though. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> back to the mortician, who's okay. like, oh, we need to do that autopsy on Bobby. And he opens the casket. It's empty. 
<gasps> no. Okay. Then we see the the phone rings in the club. It's for the doctor. It's much more band playing. And mm-hmm. then the doctor, we just hear him be like, gone? What? And he's like, don't touch anything. I'm getting, like, we're getting someone over there. Can you imagine the time of, if you need to get a hold of somebody, you've got to know where they were, <laughs> and then you have to call the fucking uh, place high this. It happens so crazy. Constantly in this, and that's all I could think every time. Yeah, and I'm also just like, how did we ever hang out with anyone ever? I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe they'll show up. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I have no way of contacting them. We did it's anything. so weird. Yeah. Really and we weird. lived that life. We did. Like we were in it. And I don't know how we did it. I mean, we were kids, so things were like less important. Like I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go to Vicky's house every day down the street every yeah, day. That's true. So I just, yeah. There was a lot more of just like, I'm just going to knock Assumptions. on your door and say, hi, is Vicky home? Like right. that's what we did yes. every day, you know? Yes. Yeah. Which but is I'm thinking less like, acceptable now. Yeah, but I'm also more thinking about, like, meet you at the movies. Right. Where? Where? Where do we meet? What if you're 10 minutes late? Are you inconsiderate or dead? I don't know. know. Fascinating. Fascinating times. Truly. Gosh. Keys everywhere. No one knows where anyone is. Yep. Just call call every, every place you've ever thought they'd been before. Every place of business, call them. Is my friend there? Is my friend there? (laughs) so doctor goes back to the table and he tells him that bobby's body is missing and mama walde is like maybe he wasn't dead and at that point Uh another friend comes up who's a real like he's the life of the party guy like you know he's party guy i know this guy and he comes up and he introduces himself to Blackula and he's like champagne. And so it's Michelle's birthday, remember? So there is like oh. they bring like cake over and um like the I think it was like a cocktail waitress is like taking like photographs mm-hmm. um with a huge camera. flashed camera with, with a, yeah, giant with a camera. <laughs> yeah. Um and so it's like a bright flash that like, they're like happen. you'll see these pictures in two weeks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and so Mama Walde is kind of like flinching when it happens. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I got to go. And Tina tries to get him to stay. And new party guy, uh, I think he ends up leaving. And uh, she kind of follows after him. And party guy is like, that's a strange dude. Love the cape, though. <laughs> oh, always wearing a cape. I'm going to bring capes back. Anyway, continue. You could totally bring capes back. Yeah. You know who used to wear capes in college? The guy that I made fun of for wearing capes? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think about that a lot where I'm like, why was I such a cunt to him? Because now I want to wear capes. Uh, so you know who you are. You that listen, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming from my own sense of insecurity. I'm a bigger, better person now. Goodbye. Yeah. Where's my cape? I mean, good for you for you do you way back when we were babies yeah honestly truly so uh, shout out to you gandalf um so (laughs) (laughs) blackula and tina are at the door you know kind of saying goodbye and he's like i'll be here tomorrow evening and he takes her hand and kisses it Mm. and then it's like flash a picture of them was taken oh 
okay. Right, when he kisses her hand. How romantic. I know. And then he leaves. And uh, the cocktail waitress appears to be friends with them all, too. And is the photographer. So she's just like, hey, like, I'm going to go, um, you know, process your photos. It won't be two weeks. Oh, I'm going to take care okay. of them right now. Okay. What are you, an iPhone? Yeah. Right? Okay. Cool. <laughs> You're some weird, like, <laughs> from the future person. Yeah. What are you, an iPhone? <laughs> and they're like, what is this crazy lady? What is it? Yeah. Then they call me Gandalf. <laughs> so she goes to her house. Uh, it's nighttime. And she, like, puts on some music and she goes into her dark room, which has, like, curtain closes you know so it's mm-hmm. red light situation mm-hmm. we see the front door open uh-oh and she's busy like doing you know dark room shit photography things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and she hears like kind of like a creaking from like you know like the floor creaking from the other room yeah question seven what do you do what does she do uh my dark room is a is a curtained off mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. okay that goes into your living room, which goes into the front door. Um, well, I don't like that. He probably got in from my outside door key. Um, <laughs> I wish I knew like what was in a dark room uh, because I want to weaponize myself, but I don't know what's in a dark room. So I guess what I'm going to say is I am going to, you know, grab something heavy, sharp, you know the deal. But I'm going to hide. I'm not going to go out and look for this person. I'm going to hide in the dark room mm. uh, and sort of be prepared if they come in, maybe give them a little slash of the Achilles or, you know, that kind of vibe. Okay. Okay. Um, what does she do? I think she goes out and is like, hello? The end. <gasps> yeah. At first, double ding. Oh, yay. At Great. first, she kind of just yells. I don't know if it was someone's name or something, but then here's nothing. So then she kind of like peeks out the curtain. There's nothing in the living room. So she goes back into the dark room. Okay. And she's looking at the pictures again. And she's developing the one of Tina and her hand Uh lifted and no one there. And no one's kissing it. Classic vampire shit. And she's like, where's the dude with the cape? Yeah. And then she stands up and opens the curtain. Blackula is there. And he kind of like flies in almost and bites her neck. Yeah. And takes the photo out of her hand. And now a cop car pulls up to the house. I think Barney's in it. And he, um, as she pulls up to the, as he pulls up, she actually comes out the door like onto the porch, but she's like stumbly and folly and kind of die. Right. And so the cop gets out and like, question number eight, what does he do? What do you do? Uh, so he sees her. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go hand in hand up to her apartment, gun drawn, um, and assume that there is an intruder. I almost said, so double ding. (laughs) (laughs) Point for you. Okay. He goes to her and she's all kind of like dizzy and like can't talk. And so he picks her up to carry her inside and then photographer bites his neck. Uh, Ooh, he got two meals in one for that one. 
Wait, what? what? Blackula got two meals in one. Blackula didn't bite his neck. The photographer bit his neck. The photo. Oh, she vampired quick. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because okay. he picked her up. And so she was like laying on him. Got it. Okay. Wow. His neck was right there. I mean, she couldn't help herself. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I wasn't even thinking that we had a, a new vampire yet. Wow. Okay, great. Continue. So cut back to now, doctor and lieutenant are together, I think, at the police station or something. Mm-hmm. And they still didn't, doctors still didn't get the fucking reports, the police reports. Where are the fucking reports, guys? I mean, I think, and lieutenant's like, well, I sent Barney with them. Oh, Barney. And they're like, there's no info on Bobby, no prints from, or whatever, from the autopsy or anything like that. There's some, lieutenant has some homophobic talk. Oh, great. The doctor wants to dig up Blondie for an autopsy, who's already buried. Okay. And Lieutenant's like, you're still hiding something. And, and doctor's like, look, it's it's kind of crazy. So just give me give me time and, like, get me a permit so we can yeah. dig up the body. Yeah. Like, you can trust me. Just go with me here. It'll be worth it kind of thing. Yeah. Michelle comes home to doctor somewhere and she's carrying a bunch of books. And she's like, what's all this sudden interest in ghouls? The librarian <laughs> thinks we're nuts. And at that moment, Lieutenant calls Doctor and is like, we didn't get permission to exhume the the grave. Mm. Sorry, bud. Question number nine, what do you do? What does Doctor do? I'm going to fucking dig that bitch up. I got to figure out what is going on. And I love cemeteries. It'll be a fun little nighttime excursion. I think, you know, let's both go dig this bitch up together. I don't really have a thing about exhuming bodies, by the way. I just realized that. Like, I people are like, "That's disrespectful." I'm like, "It's a yeah, it's, I don't, I it's don't an either. uninhabited bag of meat. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want to me when I'm dead. Oh, I will. <laughs> I have you double ding. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For those not watching our video on Patreon, you'll see me think forever. And then I just basically give up. I was like, just take it. Just take the point. I'm so tired. Oh, great. This was working out great for me. When Kim is really busy and tired, I double ding out the asshole. That's great. Doctor's like, we're going to dig up the body tonight, baby. Okay. And Michelle's like, uh, no. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? No, not this time. (laughs) And then doctor gets kind of like sexy time a little bit. Mm. And she's like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. (laughs) Way to make exhuming a body sexy, doctor. (laughs) I feel like it's like the real Raul Ray. He'd make that sexy. You know he'd flirt it and he'd flirt us into it. I was thinking we should share our other um, boyfriend, Instagram. Girlfriend? Yes. Taylor, that dancer. Yes. Yes. Since oh we God. shared our boyfriend, we should share our girlfriend. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So there's the another. Yeah. So the real Raul Ray fucks Kim and I up on the daily. <laughs> uh, there is another person that fucks Ketrin up on the daily, and that is T 
Taylor underscore that dancer. Guys, she's looking at me and she's dancing at me and she's sending me messages and she's telling me, I see you, girl, and I know you into this girl. Do you see it? Do you see her looking at me? I do. Except she's looking at me. No! Rude! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She does look right into you, doesn't she? Like, it really fucks me up. Like, it really fucks me up. It's really uncomfortable. And also, the way she moves her body is, like, insanity. Insane. I have to go back and look at it and be like, is this CGI? Yeah, it looks like a robot. It's banana. So, Taylor, spelled like Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, underscore that dancer so why are we talking anyway that was our because we knew that they would they both of either one of us would get us to exhume bodies for sure oh my god i would dig up the whole fucking graveyard (laughs) i i'd just be like what else are we gonna (laughs) do every grave is dug up in one night So. We just needed the one body. I know, but I thought maybe if you needed other ones, I didn't know. I just dug them up. I wasn't sure. Didn't want you to get your suit dirty. Just keep, keep, the, keep that suit on. So anyway, Michelle's going to go change. Doctor's going to pick her up later. She leaves and he starts looking at the library books and one is called The Dead Ones. Ooh. So now there's a knock at an apartment door. Our friend Tina answers. Mm-hmm. It's Blackula. Hi. And she's like, I thought we were going to meet at the club. Mm. And he says, I couldn't wait. Could I? Can I come in? Is he still caped? Yeah. Oh, he's caped the whole time. He, I really have like Daddy Blackula vibes. I can't even see he, him. And I'm just. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what if Raul Ray dressed up like a vampire and bit me? Never mind. <laughs> stop it. I can't talk about it. <laughs> Continue. I can't talk about it. So, uh, she says, of course you can come in. You're daddy Blackula. I can't help it. You're wearing a cape. I can't yep. control myself. Come in, come in, yeah. come in, come in, come in. Come in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We'd be dead immediately <laughs> by a vampire. <laughs> They'd be like, these were literally the easiest kills I've ever had. They literally yeah. invited me to their neck. <laughs> Straight up. God damn it. Yeah. Oops. Too hot. Oh, well. Too hot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how Tina feels. Like, mm-hmm. there's clearly, like, a very strong connection between them. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm feeling it. And, like, she's kind of, like, scared but doesn't understand, you know, but yes. can't deny that there's, like, this really strong connection. Uh-huh. And, like, I think she asked something about, like, his wife, and he says, you are my wife. And she's like, impossible. And he says, and yet you believe it. And she says, help me understand. And so he tells her about their tribe from two centuries ago that they sent us to Europe to protest the slave trade. And I ended up being enslaved and my wife was murdered by the undead Count Dracula. And she's like, Dracula, that's a myth. And he's like, no, it's real. It's real as fuck. And you are my Luva recreated. Hmm. I'd be like, okay. I'm, it's very, <laughs> I don't know. Bite me. <laughs> like he really loves her. Yeah. And she's like, what do you want? And he's like, I want you to rejoin me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't. And 
he says, well, you must come freely or not at all because I'm not going to take you by force and I'm not going to return. And he gets up to leave. What's the downside, honestly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, first of all, if I was a vampire and like I had to eat people, I'd be like, great, I'm going to eradicate all bad people. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what's the downside? Question number uh, whatever. <laughs> what do I do? I invite him to my neck with a formal calligraphied invitation. <laughs> uh, it's tough because like, Technically, well, technically you're not alive anymore then. Right. But, you're also but not I'm dead. not dead. I'm undead. undead. Yeah. Which is, I'm, I just found a loophole <laughs> in our game. <laughs> Episode 145, I found the loophole. But at the same time, but like, but our goal is to stay alive. It's not to not get dead. Be dead. Yeah, I, I hear mean. you. It's, it's tough. It's a tough also, one. It's a tough one. But we also want to keep our 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 spirits and souls alive. Right. You know, I agreed. So wow, this is it's, uh, it's a tough pickle cookie we're in because yeah, yeah, <sighs> pickle cookie. This I'm glad that our system is being tested though. It, is, it really is. It really is. Yeah, this is a great journey for us to go on. So continue. Let's let's see what we come up with. Yeah, no, that this was a real question. I don't know if I asked it or you just assumed oh. it was. You just made that as oh. a joke. Oh, this, I just made it as a joke. No, no, no. Oh, question no, no, no. ten. No, what no, do you no, no, do? No. What does Tina do? Okay, she doesn't let him bite her because blah blah blah. I am gonna go with the loophole and I'm gonna say my soul is alive. We are going to take over this planet and um, I am undead with my boo. And she, she's like, no, I can't. And is like, please leave. I'm scared and turned on. <laughs> I'm going to give a point for you. Thank I, you. I think that that's the most alive choice. Answer. For you. Yeah, I, I agree. I probably would have fought you on it too. So this is working out. Great. And she lets her bite her. Wait, she, she lets, she says, he gets up to leave, and she says, stay with me, please. Okay, okay. And he turns, and then they kiss, and she starts to take off his cape. Ooh! Ooh, ooh, ooh! I'm into it. <laughs> and now, back to the graveyard, nighttime. The doctor is digging, and Michelle's, like, sitting there with a flashlight. And she's like, what do you expect to find? And so they get to the coffin now, mm-hmm. scrape the dirt off, open the door. Ah! Ah! The body sits up and attacks the doctor. Oh, shit. Question 11, what do you do? What does he do? <clears throat> I think the doctor's on to it. So I think the doctor probably uses that shovel somehow. I'm thinking decapitate, hits him in the head, kind of these sort of vibes. We're going we're gonna to weapon. Be, we- be weapon people. I specifically am going to use this shovel to hit him in the head. He falls over and then I'm going to use the shovel to decapitate him, like put the, the blade there and step on it. Curb stomp the vampire. Double D. Hey! Yeah, he I'm like a vampire expert. You are. You've seen a lot of Buffy. Yeah. 
so he hits him with the shovel and like knocks him back and does does somehow put some type of stake situation it appears into okay. his chest and michelle is screaming like no 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 and doctor starts like hitting the stake like with the shovel like really like knocking mm-hmm. it in there and michelle yeah. is freaking out because she's like he was alive he was alive yeah and then the and doctor he's like, correction was like undead. no not alive or dead undead undead and he says killed by a vampire yes and Michelle's like, that's why you wanted those books. Like, why didn't you tell me? And the doctor's like, well, you never would have believed me. And she's like, no, I, I wouldn't have believed you. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, do you think this that's what happened to Bobby? Because his mm-hmm. body's missing. The doctor's like, yeah, yeah. I think he's a yes. vampire. Yeah. Just so you know, I'll always believe you. Oh, if I tell you there's a vampire? Oh, great. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I'll need further information, but I'll believe you. You bitch. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll need extreme details. Yeah. 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 I'll meet you where you are because I am caring and loving. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So Michelle. Okay. Michelle is like, I wouldn't have believed you, but now I see what's yeah. happening. So okay. they like, think Bobby's a vampire. And so she's like, what do we do? And... um. He says that we got to – she's like, I think we have to tell the lieutenant. And the doctor is like, no, we got to show him. Mm, yeah. Question 12, what do you do? What does he do? This is going to be a hard sell. Okay, so let me just work through a couple things here. The, are The lieutenant and I, are we on good terms? Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. So, because here's the thing. I fucking dug up a body, which is frowned upon. Mm. Uh, But I do have a witness of what happened. Um, But again, even that witness, we're going in there going, let me tell you my vampire story. So this is a tough one. I think what I am going to do is I am going to take the body with me to the morgue or to wherever I go with bodies. I am going to cover the grave back up so that there is no sort of like evidence pointing to somebody dug up this body. Buy me some time. I'm going to go to the morgue and I'm going to be like, listen, Lieutenant, I need to talk to you. This is the deal. Uh, How long ago did they die? Do we know? Um, it's probably been like, I don't know, two, three days, maybe. Okay. There's not I, enough I, I, oxygen. I don't know. I'm making that up. I have no idea. Okay. Well, I'm going to science him. I'm going to be like, listen, there's not enough oxygen in that coffin for him to have been alive for the amount of time that he was buried. So I am telling you right now that this motherfucker sat up and Michelle here saw it. We have a vampire situation. I know what you're going to say. But I need you to believe me on this one because we have a vampire on the loose. And I think we're going to do that hand in hand. Zero points. Ah! I was not expecting that one! God damn it. The doctor says, Juanita Jones, the taxi lady. Okay. And then they drive 
to a payphone to call the morgue. What? (laughs) What was life? (laughs) So they call Sam at the morgue, and doctor tells him, I need you to take taxi lady out of the deep freezer because I want the body warm, but you need to lock the door. Oh. So there's like. This was smart. The freezer, put her into the room outside of the freezer, and then lock that door. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear me? Very important to lock the door, okay? I'm going to be coming there with the lieutenant. Yeah. Wow, that's really smart. Nice nice work movie. It was. That was smart. It was. I, I agree. Yeah. So Sam Moore guy now like pulls her out of the freezer, but the phone rings like down the hallway. So he closes the door um, and he like pulls out his keys for a second, but like the phone's ringing. So he kind of just walks away. Okay. So now Michelle and Doctor pull up to Lieutenant's house. They get out. Michelle's going to hang there with Lieutenant's wife. Okay. And the boys are going to go see about a taxi lady body. Sure. And we now see the taxi lady body like starting to defrost. Mm-hmm. And Sam or guys like sitting outside like at the desk, like, you know, on the phone or whatever. And then we start to see her body breathing. <gasps> Interesting. So these are breathing vampires. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Do, do other vampires well, they don't, not breathe? They don't need breath. They're dead. So says the Buffy lore. Right. So says the Buffy lore. I We don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just her chest and it's just different moving starting to happen, you know? But habit. Yeah. Like, kind of, wouldn't your body just do Like, you don't even necessarily need it, but your body would just kind of do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Vampire science. Yeah. Because do you need... We don't have blood as vampires. Is that correct? That's also unclear because it's like, where does your blood go? Does it go into your stomach or does it magically osmosis into your veins? And so like what you're pumping is other people's blood through your body. You would have to be pumping something. Otherwise, you can't get boners. And a lot of vampires have a lot of sex. Yeah. So there's got to be something pumping. This is very serious vampire science. It really is. Yeah. I don't know. I think we need a a vampire scientist on this. Yeah, well, postmortem on vampire science. I'll see if I can find a vampire scientist and we'll bring him on as a guest for uh, our postmortem. Great. So anyway, this body's defrosted. I also also found it fascinating. This is also vampire science. I was like, oh, can a vampire just be so frozen? I guess like maybe just the body can't move. So I had the exact same thought where I was like, would that be and I because here I think you're right. It's like freezing a body doesn't really have anything to do with being dead. It's like you can't physically move right. if you're frozen. So I do feel like that could be a deterrent for a vampire. It's like I'm alive in here, but I'm fucking frozen. Almost like being in like a coffin of your own skin. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So interesting. I thought that was I was like, wow, that's a that's an interesting staying alive tactic for vampires yeah. is to freeze them. Freeze them. And then they're easier to decapitate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like this. Anyway. This body starts defrosting and then we see the body. It's just like the shadow on the wall of like it's sitting up. Michael Myersing. Yeah. Yeah. 
and outside in the hallway, the, the morgue Sam is like on the phone and then taxi lady comes running out the door, screaming at him. Like she's just like, oh, ah! shit. and attacks him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the door, the door's locked, closed. No. He didn't lock the didn't fucking lock door. Didn't fucking lock it. Guy. The doctor was like, I specifically told you to lock it like multiple times, man. Jesus. So ringing. it wasn't that she just came running at the. Okay. No, the phone was I ringing see. and we know how important phones are away. in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no answering machines either. You got to get, oh, get the phone when it rings. You got to get the phone. It's also the only way that we can in touch with anyone. It's very important. Wow. This is stressful. Okay. Yeah. I missed that. I missed that he. Okay. Got it, it wasn't clear whether he did or not. It was just like in this moment. Because he pulled out his keys and that's all we saw. So okay. I wasn't sure right. either, to be honest. Okay. And I was picturing when you said he attacks her that she just kind of like runs up to the door. But no, it's no. like she, she attacked opens him. opens the door, him. runs down the hallway screaming at him and jumps on him. Okay. Cool. Cut to Tina and Blackula sexy time. <laughs> okay and she doesn't want him to leave and he says to stay is to die and she's like i want to go with you but i'm scared and blackula is just like i promise it will not be unpleasant or painful but we've got time all time belongs to us i must go it's almost daylight oh and then they have a really hot kiss and he gets up and walks away and she says, I love you. Me too. I know. Me too. So this is what I was talking about putting a crystal in because you were like, well, he's, although he's a very old vampire, he's still a baby mm-hmm. vampire, but he seems to know all the things because he like yeah. needed to get away from the flash camera and he knows yep. that the sun, he needs to get, basically it's about to be daytime. So he's like, I gotta go. And I was mm-hmm. like, how do you know all this vampire shit? Okay, here's what I'm going to say. One, I'm going to the 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 flash one is tougher. That one I didn't get the sense that he was getting away from it. He was. I more got he was. Okay. No. So that one's tougher. I don't really have an answer for that one. But the sun time the sun time And that's also why he went to the photographer's house to steal the photo to back. To steal the like photo. He, like, knew okay. That he wouldn't be he, in that it. That he wasn't going to show up. Okay. Here's my thought. Uh Awesome. Dracula Wait, lore. Cameras didn't even exist when you were alive. So he's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, that's a plot point mm-hmm. for me then. Mm-hmm. That's a plot point. Because, yeah, everything else that I'm about to say is something that could have been learned from vampire lore. Like, if things were published about vampires where it's like they can't be in the daylight, they right. blah, blah, blah. Right. You know what I mean? That's so, true. like, that I feel like I could get on board with. But the camera... But Can't maybe get you get a little that. bit of, again, vampire Magic science because maybe it's just in you. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Like, how does a cat <clears throat> notice shit in a box? Instinct. I don't know. How do vampires know to avoid cameras? Instinct. Instinct. A lot of vampire Solved science it. here. So mm-hmm. anyway, car speeds up to the morgue. Doctor and lieutenant go in. It's empty. And there's blood on the wall by the phone. The doctor is carrying around a crucifix or has it like in his pocket or something, a crucifix. And sure. I was like, smart man. S- smart. He read that book. Yes, he did. So they go into the morgue room and doctor goes looking in the freezer, 
lieutenant is in the outside room still and there's like a body laying down with like a sheet covering it so he like slowly like pulls the sheet off taxi lady screams and attacks Ah! question number 13 you're the doctor what do you do what does he do well i'm a smarty pants so doctor okay so can you so i'm in the morgue room yeah okay it's weird because everything in a morgue room is very metal to me not devil ears metal like the the right material devil ears metal yeah oh but i have the crucifix so i'm gonna pull that motherfucking crucifix out and i'm gonna be like back evil beast back and then kind of like back out of the room shut the door lock it take the outside door key so no one else can get in and regroup (laughs) hand in hand Two half points. Okay. Because he does another very smart thing. This guy's a smarty. He holds up the cross. And so taxi uh-huh. lady is like, you know, like she's yeah. like pushed back a little bit. And so he pushes her up against the wall. And then he opens the shades of the window <gasps> from the upstairs morgue that we're in. The upstairs morgue that we're in. Nice. And so the sunshine really comes in. And Taxi Lady falls to the ground. Wow. Dead. This is a smart doctor. Yeah. Is he a doctor of vampires? vampires? He is now. Wow. Okay. So she doesn't turn to dust? I'm just curious no. about what happens to these. No. Okay. They don't turn to dust. Okay. They just kind of sizzle or just uh, die? She appeared to just die because it, it was still like through the window sunlight. So mm-hmm. it got her. She didn't feel very sizzly, but she definitely killed her. Okay, cool. So the doctor says to Lieutenant, who's like obviously like <laughs> freaked out. Yeah. And he's like, I, you had to see it for yourself. Right. And he says the sun killed her. Yeah. Cut to the two of them sitting in, I think, like the police station office, like having some vamp talk. Sure. Vamp talk. Now we're really having it, you know, and they're doing that thing where it's like, you know, the lieutenant's like drawing on a a yellow pad. It's like a vampire, like in a marker with a marker kind of thing. You know what I mean? Just like as they're talking. Like a yellow legal pad. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, basically doctor is talking about how they multiply geometrically. And so the lieutenant is like, this is like a goddamn epidemic then, you know? Oh, shit. Okay. And so the doctor's like, okay, the bo- Bobby is missing, and mm-hmm. now Sam, the morgue guy, is is missing. Yeah, okay, missing. Oh, because we just saw blood, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so both of them are missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, how do we find them? They're like, should we put out an APB? And Lieutenant's like, you want me to put out an APB on dead men? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he's like, that would cause mass hysteria and unemployment for me. Um, But you're right. Like, we need to put, like, cars on every corner, like, swarm the city, like, especially after dark. Um, Yeah. We're going to put cops everywhere, basically. So, you know, he's like, tells the doctor, like, go home and get some sleep because it's daytime now. So the lieutenant had just told doctor to, like, go get some sleep. And doctor's like, hmm, yeah, but I got to check something out. Mm. Cut to Tina at the club. Doctor and Michelle are there. They're all at the table together. 
Wacky Lanterns. Tina's so happy. Hello, Danny. And kiss. And he sits down and joins them. And Doctor starts asking Mama Walde uh, about kind of like, oh, is he into like the what he knows about the occult? Mm-hmm. Is he into anything like that? Or like, what do you know about mm-hmm. like witchcraft or voodoo, devil worship and things like that? And Bakula's like, I think there's some truth to it. And he has, says, what about vampires? And he says, oh, they're the most fascinating. Uh-huh. And Doctor says, you believe they exist? And Bakula says, does the devil exist? People have believed it for thousands of years. And the Doctor says, "There's the police have a theory about these killings, that it's a vampire. And Blackula's like, fascinating. And Doctor's like, many of the police don't believe it. And the Blackula's like, well, that would be the vampire's greatest defense, wouldn't it? Ah-ha-ha! <laughs> greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making people think he didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And they're both just like, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, uh, like, yes, suspicious. Yeah. And the doctor says, well, we're doing a search. We need all we need to do is find his resting place. And Blackula's like, well, the modern vampire, who knows? Maybe they don't even require a coffin. They're rather elusive. <gasps> Throwing him off the scent. Aha! And then fun party guy comes over again and Blackula's like, all right, I got to go. And <laughs> is bring, bringing Tina with him. And fun guy just sits down and is like, strange dude. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, have you seen Nancy photography chick? Photography Nancy. Uh-huh. And Michelle's like, no, and I haven't gotten my birthday pictures either. And they're all like, and doctor's like, yeah, no, we haven't seen her. Cut to the dark room. Mm-hmm. The doctor is there. and He's like picking up the camera that got knocked over and something else. And he's looking at things. And the <laughs> what I just wrote, <laughs> I wrote like a blank, like I, yeah. I under like it's just like a line with some because I was yeah. like, oh, I can't think of the word for this, and I was like, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, 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 let me help you. This is a fun game. Okay, it's the give me the sentence or whatever the the, the part of the picture that you can like see through, kind of thing, like the negative. The negative. <laughs> I love that game. It's like it's one of Kim and my favorite games. It's like it's why we're you guys. We are so good at charades. We're so and good at it. Charades and like taboo. Kim and I are unbeatable. Each other's brains. <laughs> yeah, because I'll say the weirdest thing that makes no sense, and she'll be like negative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People get so mad they, playing. With they us. really get angry. Yeah. So. The negative, though, of the last photo is still in, like, the water stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's the picture of Tina with no one. Mm-hmm. So okay. he looks at that and can see that. And can figure that out, yeah. And then he starts thinking back to that night when Blackula was, like, flinching at all the flashes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hmm, Mama Walde with Tina. And then he runs out. Oh, this is a detective doctor, man. He's a detective as well. I think he is a like he's in the what the whatever the fuck I said about the investigation. Yeah. Division. Okay. 
Okay, so like he is asked to detectivize things as well. Yeah, I I don't okay. know what kind of doctor he is. I, I, Can you post mortem? He Can hasn't you done much medical doctoring. doctoring. Okay, he's done much more detectivizing. Okay, uh, interesting. But he does get called to look at like body things, bodies. Okay, can you post-mortem the job description? <laughs> can you post-mortem his resume and his job description, please? I can try. <laughs> Great. I can <Okay>. try. <laughs> yeah, he's a doctor of something. Vampires. Ooh, obviously. Well, I figured it out. We <laughs> don't has, even need to post-mortem. He, That's his resume. He hasn't had much to do until right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so cut to Tina and Blackula talking. And Tina's like, you were so blasé. Like, what were you trying to prove? And Blackula's like, they mean nothing to me. No one matters but you. Mm. And Tina says, hold me. And they <gasps> hug. Oh, and this he's is like, a romance. just so big. So he just like envelops her when, when they hug, oh, you know. I love it. Is he like human sized or like a big human? He's just a big human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big no. human. Okay. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's still human size. He was a human okay, okay, okay. and stayed the same size as the size. It's just, okay, I don't know, great. maybe it's the cape. Might be the cape. Like, he just feels like he, like, envelops her a lot. Yeah? You know? Oh, envelop me. And so now he's like, come with me tonight. And they kiss. And at that point, a car pulls up and the doctor runs in and he's like, stop. And Blackula grabs the doctor and Tina's like, don't hurt him. And then Blackula just backslaps the doctor and runs oh, out. Oh, shit. Okay. And so Tina runs to the doctor to help him. And so now, you know, Blackula is like running in the street and the cops see him and they chase him on foot into an alley. And it's like a dark alley. And so we just hear... <laughs> and the cops start shooting and blackula you know doesn't get hurt by it at all and just like sure grabs his neck and chokes him? him question mark he does a oh. lot of choking and i guess maybe it always leads into neck biting maybe he's not into a struggle while he's eating he's like i'd rather you be passed uh, out and incapacitated i'm not really into like the struggle with my food that might be what's happening yeah. yeah, it was always I, a I little, like... I can't say that I wouldn't be the same way. Like, I don't want to be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. Join our Patreon <laughs> to see me trying to find a neck to bite. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that happens. And then Doctor is now okay and running in the street with another cop. And they run to that dark alley and they find that dead cop. Okay. So now... It's Lieutenant and Doctor, and Doctor knows it's Blackula, Mamu mm-hmm. all day. It's him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we need to find, like, where he, where he hangs out. Like, like the coffin has to be some, or, like, where the hideout is, because the coffin has to be somewhere. And so they're at Tina's apartment, because they were just, like, around the corner from there. So Michelle and Tina come in from the other room, and Tina's, like, concerned because she heard gunshots. And, and, um... They say that Mama Walde, or yeah, I don't think, yeah, Mama Walde killed a cop and got away. And Tina cries. Oh. She's like, he killed him. Yeah. And so they're like, you go rest. Yeah. 
So now Lieutenant and Doctor are like, okay, what do we do? Honeymoon phase is over. I know. It's so sad. Yeah. They're like, what do we do? And the doctor is like, we wait. The only thing we know for sure is that he has to return to the coffin before daylight. Oh, okay. So now we're in the streets at nighttime and like cops are looking around, like driving around. Um, and they talk about how they see the F word. Um, mm. He looks like the one walking down the street. And then they're like, don't they all look alike? And I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? Now we're on the phone. Oh, so they call the lieutenant. At Tina's apartment, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we just saw the last call they made. They actually called every establishment and residence in the city. We just saw the last also, one. Also, I think they're like, and it right. somehow hooks up to Tina's uh, phone. Samuels, uh, she was doing a walkie-talkie there. Yeah. The sound was a walkie-talkie sound. <laughs> they know. <laughs> <laughs> So they're telling Lieutenant they found Bobby. So Doctor and Lieutenant are going to go there, look around or whatever. So Tina is going to stay in the apartment no matter what. And he gives uh, – so Tina's like late, went to go sleep or whatever. So he tells Michelle, mm-hmm. keep her here no matter what. And he gives her like the crucifix. Mm-hmm. Cut to the cops tailing Bobby. He gets kind of lost. They lose him kind of in an alley, like mm-hmm. a dark alley. And Lieutenant's like, don't follow on foot. Don't follow on foot. Mm-hmm. Question number 14. Now you get this really hard question that I wasn't sure if I wanted to ask or not instead of that one that was a mistake. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Um, All right. This I just thought this was so smart. And I mean, it's really great 1970s detectivizing. I mean, we know I won't get it, but let's give it a shot. So what do you do? What does the lieutenant do? Okay. Can you? The goal can is you- to find the coffin. And they've been following Bobby Vampire. Mm-hmm. And they lose him, like, in this alley. They lose him. So that's the issue. Oh, oh, because the car can't go down. Yeah, and so he, like, went down an alley. Wow. I can't even conjure anything. Uh, And you said it's 1970s detectivizing. Mm-hmm. Mother. Okay, okay, okay. He calls some cargo shipping yards and they're like, hey, did you have any coffin-shaped packages that are on any particular ship and where are they now? Uh, That is the only answer that I can possibly come up with in my brain. So by default, that will be done hand in hand. (laughs) I'll give you two half points. Oh, that was charity. I could see it in her voice. (laughs) See it in her voice? I could see it in her voice. (laughs) He talks to, like, the, you know, the connector phone guy somewhere who's who's connected to all the things and knows all the Uh things. Yeah. And he's like, okay, wherever Bobby got lost in, tell me all the buildings in that sector. Mm-hmm. So he starts naming okay. off buildings, the guy, and he's like, da 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 And then it says Andrew Brothers Warehouse, which is where and, – and he's like, that's it, that's it, wait. He's like, that's where the first two bodies were found. Okay. It's in Andrew okay. Brothers Warehouse. Okay. So that must Got be it. where it is. 
Got it. So they go there. All the cops go there. And the lieutenant sees Barney get out of one of the cars. And he's like, Barney, where you been? Come on. Mm-hmm. And so they all go inside with flashlights. So it's doctor, lieutenant, Barney, one other cop. Okay. So they go in. And then, like, they go through, like, the slidey, big slidey door thing of a warehouse. And they walk in and the door slams shut. And they're like, ugh. And they're looking around. And they see a dead body. So they go to look at it. And then Bobby Vampire (gasps) comes from behind the boxes. Ah! And he comes towards them. And then two other vampires come behind him. And then some boxes fall somewhere else. And there's (gasps) another vampire. It's a horde of vampires! And then there's more and more. And so the one cop starts shooting. And the vampires are still coming. So the vampires, like, jump on that cop. And they're struggling. And so the doctor starts to, like, hold back the lieutenant. And he's like, it's too late. It's too late. Like, they took him, you know. And more vampires are coming. And so the doctor starts grabbing those lanterns in that box. Remember that Bobby and um, Blondie had? Uh And he starts throwing them at the vampires and they catch on fire. I don't know what vampire science this is, but they don't do well being lit on fire. Oh, that's that is standard vampire science. That's in Buffy. That's in all the things, which is why it's completely illogical that Angel is constantly surrounded by lit candles. (laughs) Yeah, right. So... They're throwing them like more and more, and then Barney gets out his vampire teeth. <gasps> right. And they're like, We've been infiltrated. And so the doctor throws like the last lantern, like hands it over to Lieutenant, who's like in front of Barney. Yeah. And he can't do it. He can't do it. He can't do it. So the doctor grabs it and throws it at Barney, and he catches on fire, and he burns. Yeah. And now other vampires are, like, jumping at them. So, like, the doctor hits them with something and then, like, knocks them away. And then the doctor, like, dive attacks, and then the doctor and the lieutenant, like, run out, like, through that big door as, like, the inside is all, like, burning. Yeah. And they open the door. Blackula's there. Blackula. Daddy Blackula. Hi. He says, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Looking for me? Yes. And he says, I decided to move my coffin. (laughs) You gave me the idea. (gasps) And the doctor's like, is that the plan for Tina? And the Blackula's like, you know nothing. Tina's life means more to me than my own. Aw. And he says, I could dispense with you now, but I have an urgent appointment elsewhere. (laughs) And then he, I need to get my eyes checked. (laughs) (laughs) You know how those optometrists are. (laughs) You have to keep your appointments. (laughs) And then he lifts his arm. His cape turns mm-hmm. into a bat and flies away. A bat! A bat! And that's real bat lore. I, bet. I also was impressed with that. I was like, how'd you figure that one out? Yeah. And well, that one he probably like swooped his cape in some weird way and was like, oh, oh shit, I'm a bat. <laughs> Hate it when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> that one definitely happened by accident. For sure. For you know, sure. Right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my God. What if you just like swooped and you were like, I I'm a bat. bat. Do you know how fucking happy I would be to find myself as a bat? <laughs> I'd be so happy if I found myself as a bat. Uh, of course you would. I, yeah. I'd be pretty happy too. Fly around. Yeah. Fun. yeah. So I'm free as a bat. I'm free as a bat. <laughs> I've actually it. been working on my lucid dreaming purely for the sensation of being able to fly. And I Ooh, uh, and I hit uh, I hit a milestone last night. Actually, what did you do? I'm not kidding. I well, I haven't gotten to the place where I can be in a dream and tell myself I'm dreaming and make a decision. Mm-hmm. But what I was able to do last night was I was woken up from a dream, but I consciously stayed not alert. Like I I consciously tried to be like I'm going to go back, back into, into this dream. Right, yeah. And as I went back into the dream, I I was being chased. I was kind of having like a mild nightmare. And so as I went back into the dream, I was like, you can fly now. And the rest of the dream, I could fly away from who was chasing me. Oh, my God. I love that. That's cool. Yeah, I've been I've been practicing like for the last two weeks. Every night I've been really practicing. What do you, so that was the first time. What do time. you do to practice? Like, what do you tell yourself? Uh, I have several meditations that I listen to and I usually rotate through them that are specifically for learning how to lucid dream. Mm. Yeah. He was a good lucid dreamer. He could just like create entire movies like in his dreams. That's very cool. I'm probably going to ask him about it when he does my tattoo. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Anyway, bats, dreams. What are we talking about? Tonight I'm going to be a bat. Goodbye. Yay. <laughs> so cut to doctor talking to Tina and he's like, he, he killed innocent people. And she's like, I know. And he's like, help us. And she's like, I can't. And you know, Michelle's like super pissed. She's like, it, it he, they could kill anybody. Like we could be next, you know, like, yeah. and they're like, we have to stop him. Like, are you with us? You know? And so yeah. she slowly kind of nods her head. Yes. Hmm. How heartbreaking. I know. So. Like you found your person. I know. <laughs> I know. It's really hard. Oh, no. What? What? Have you have you checked Abraham Lincoln for vampire situations? Not technically. Well. What should I be checking? I don't want to. I don't want to alarm you. I'm literally like, have I seen him in the daytime? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, have no, you seen him? You have seen him. Our first date. Okay, great. Our first date was daytime park. Great. Done. Whew. Wow. Oh man, that was close. That made me nervous. But now I'm like, what other test do I need to make sure he is or is not? Well, his teeth. Does he have vampire teeth? Yeah, but I'm saying I already assume he's not a vampire now. But is there other? Uh, don't you have some of your mom's uh, c- crosses, crucifixes? Mm-hmm. Wear one. No, no, on your next date. To, but I'm saying I want to see if he's something else. I already think he's not oh, a vampire. Like else. I'm like, what oh. other things do I need to be checking? Full moon werewolf situations. Oh. Yeah, I don't know about the moon times we've yeah. seen each other. So I'll let you know when the next full moon is and we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh no, I know okay. when the full moon is because I gotta charge my crystals. Well, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. But also werewolf is fine it's only three nights of the month where you would just need to make sure he's locked up yeah that would suck though that feels but, way but more dangerous than vampire 
But I feel like they get a little out of control. Werewolves, where they like, you know, like he, they might kill you. Vampires are just like, no, let's be sexy lovers for the eternity. Where Buffy has this covered. Buffy the vampire. You need to go back and rewatch. She knows how to handle werewolves. Okay. You'll be good. Great. Okay. I'll do some research. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> the cops are now. Oh, so outside of, so this is all at Tina's apartment. And so outside in the streets, there's like crowds around because like all this activity is happening outside. So mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of cops and they're like yelling everyone like, you have to go home. It's time to go into your house. You know, like that mm-hmm. whole thing. Tina goes in her bed by herself and we see Blackula <laughs> standing on a roof. Mm. And then she sits up and it's almost like she can hear and she says, Where? <gasps> Question 14, what do you do? What does she do? (laughs) We know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm going to be like, Blackula, where you need me to be and when? That is my answer, where I got to be. What does she do? Oh, God, this is going to break my heart. Here's what I think she does. I think she's like, where? And then she calls the doctor and the lieutenant and is like, we have to go here. He told me to meet him there. Zero points. Uh, uh, A what? (laughs) Okay. She sits up and she says, where? Tell me where. Cut to Blackula on the roof who turns into a bat. And then Mm -hmm. some lady is like looking out her window and she's like, a bat! And so, of course, Doctor and Lieutenant and Michelle are like all in the living room, and they're like, "Some lady screaming about a bat." It must be him. (laughs) So, some lady screaming about a bat. They Uh run to the bedroom. The window is open, and Tina is gone. Wow, Tina. Okay. Wait. Okay. Why didn't? And oh, because I said I would do. Fuck me. Okay. I should have doubled. I should have fucking hand in handed it. You should have. God damn it. So we see her in now standing down in the crowd in the street. So she's Mm -hmm. like surrounded by people. And Lieutenant now is like calling somehow. And he's like, all units don't apprehend the girl. Just survey and, and watch for the suspect. Okay. So now Tina's like walking alone um, and out of the crowd now. And there's a bat following her. Mm-hmm. And cops are driving and they're like, no sign of the subject. And then they see Tina crossing the street. And she's walking and it does feel like a little trance-like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes down the steps again like, uh, or no. I thought it was like an under street steps. thing. Oh, okay. No. She starts walking down some steps. And we, the cops are now like, like they tell them that it's her. And she's going underground into the underground chemical plant. Okay. And they're like, let's go. So Tina's walking down. So it, it's like a what you think of when you think of a chemical plant. So there's like, you know, chemicals, plants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep, That's I got exactly it. it. Yeah. So she's walking down some steps. It's very dark and she sees her man. And some, like, sexy, like, 70s love music starts playing. Hey. <laughs> and sh- they kiss. And then we s- see cops, like, all the cops pulling up outside. And inside they yeah. hear the sirens. 
And so she, he starts bringing her down more into like some other rooms and stuff. And so cops are coming in, but like sparingly, it's like one or two at a time every mm, time you see them. Interesting. So they're okay. running down some steps or like one guy's running down some steps and Blackula and Tina are hiding and a cop runs by. And so Blackula like chokes him out <gasps> and Ooh. kills him, I believe. Mm-hmm. Loves to choke. He doesn't like to play with his food. <laughs> so he's like, I want still food. <laughs> The trio, Dr. Lieutenant and Michelle, are now, like, going in and mm-hmm. telling the cops, like, not to take him. Just call us and keep your eyes open for a coffin. Okay. So Black and Tina are, like, walking through the plant some more. Two other cops see them start shooting, and it hits Tina in the back. <gasps> it's Tina. Okay. She falls. He keeps shooting at Blackula. Tina's on the ground, and she's like, help me, please. Mm. And he's like, don't die, Tina. And the cop runs up to them. And so Blackula beats the fucking shit out of him. Oh, like, shit. Throws him fucking around and shit. Okay. And, then, and Tina's dying going, Daddy. <laughs> Get him, Daddy. Yeah. And so Blackula runs to Tina, who's still alive. And he says, my Luva, I cannot lose you again. There's only one way. Now you'll be with me always. Mm-hmm. And then he sweetly bites her neck. Bites her! Yay! Happy ending! Movie's Yay, over! No! Goodbye! <laughs> and in that moment, I think Blackula's like pretty pissed, so he like kind of just sits up and he just yells into the plant, like, Dr. Thomas! You and your dear friends are dead. Ooh, okay. So it's just like, and he says, no, no one can escape my vengeance. This is your tomb. And so it just echoes Mm. throughout. So the doctor, Lieutenant Michelle, and the couple cops are all like standing there and they hear that like yelled through the thing, you know, and they're like, oh shit. So they're all just standing there waiting. Yeah. And then a cop is electrocuted. (gasps) I don't know. Somehow he's like against a wall electrocuted. And so they all go looking. And now one cop sees Blackula, tries to shoot. Blackula like back slaps him off a Uh railing and he falls like down three stories. I love that you say back slaps and not backhands. I love it because that is what is happening. You are slapping someone with the back of your hand. <laughs> Isn't that combat? I get it. Yeah, it's called backhanding. But I, I am more on board with backslapping. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't know I was saying it wrong. So that's what I wrote too. I was reading whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And now another guy sees Blackula and he's like up here, and so Blackula like picks him up and like. Some other cops start running up the steps towards them. So Blackula picks up that one guy and throws him like on top of the guys coming up the stairs. So they all tumble oh, down. Sheesh. Yeah. And now he's like fucking Donkey Kong, like throwing trash cans off the side of a railing at some other cops. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Good reference. <laughs> and now the cops, some other cops somewhere else call our trio and they're like, over here, it's the coffin. Oh, snap. Okay. So they're in like a different section. You know, they, mm-hmm. they weren't seeing what was happening with Blackula. So, yeah. 
they see the coffin, the lid is down. And so what they do is the doctor stands on one side and ready to open the door. The lieutenant holds a stake right above it. So the doctor slowly opens the door and lieutenant stabs. Vampire Tina sits up and (gasps) screams. Vampire Tina. And Michelle screams and runs to her. And doctor's holding back Michelle. And she's like, no, it's my sister. And then Vampire Tina falls back dead. She didn't even get to live a life as a vampire. I know. They didn't even get to have vampire sex. They didn't get to have vampire sex. It's a sad day. It's so sad. Yeah. And the doctor's like, where's... Mama, what's his name? Where's Mama Waldi? And behind him, Blackie is there and says, I'm here, gentlemen. Move away from her. Mm. And so the doctor and lieutenant sort of back away, and Blackula goes to Tina and says, Tina, my lovely Tina, what is left for this cursed creature? Only reason for living has been taken away. Yeah. He kisses yeah. her hand. Oh. Question 15. What do you do? What does he do? Blackula? Blackula. What is black? I know I'm going to get zero points. I'm taking the zero points. Because I get it. I'm going to be like, release me. Stake me. This is the only reason I was alive. I'm going to take the L. Hand in hand. Zero points for me. <laughs> I get it. You can do it. It's okay. I get it. Okay. Well, I'm giving you one point. Oh. Oh, because he did it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I get it. But he decides to go this route. He looks at the doctor and lieutenant. And the doctor starts to pull out the crucifix and Blackula says, there's no need for that. Oh. And he starts to walk away to the stairs and starts walking up the stairs to sunlight above oh. and starts walking up onto the roof. He's doing it on his own terms. Into the sunshine. And he's like struggling to get up there. And he's walking oh. up into the light. Oh. And falls to the ground. Dead. Oh my god. (laughs) This is a fucking Romeo and Juliet shit. I know. Oh my god. And the doctor and lieutenant walk up. And the body's sort of like, he like has like covered himself kind of, you know, dramatically with his cape. Well, of course. So they go and look at the, look and pull the cape off. And it's like melted smoking face covered with maggots that like disintegrates into a skull oh credits the end (laughs) i no that was so sad why didn't anyone tell us that that was so fucking sad the whole time i was like this is so tough because i'm on everyone's side yes well not everyone's not everyone's but uh, like both whose side am i not on teams well dicula's oh dicula i'm not on and then a whole bunch of the 
the the cops slur slur throwing slur cops throwing, yeah yeah i'm not into that so but no our main people but yeah like our people. two teams kind of like the two sides yes. i was like yes. gosh it's tough I, I i love you guys i want you to win and then i i yes. just i mean death. i also feel like blackula seemed like a a reasonable vampire that's like can be can be reasoned with and it's like maybe he's a secret weapon of oh god it's very sad it's all, all right, so sad a- i mean just how he came to be and then you know like <sighs> gosh and how then he, came he to just be. his love he was just like yes <sighs> it was her his like, love to me, reincarnated two centuries later like yeah, yeah. and like to me i'm like from blackula's <sighs> perspective he did not make a misstep. No. He did everything I, that I would have done if I had found myself in this situation. Yeah, he had to. Oh, man. I just... All right. I just love Daddy... Daddy Blackula. I really Daddy did. Blackula. I was... I was rooting for them. Ugh. All right. Total my points. Hi, Sammies! So, we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con, then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live stream, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. How did I do? For Dead or Alive, you got 6 out of 12. That's, that's not bad. I had 12. Yeah. Questions. You had 17 and a half out of 28 mm. for a total of 23 and a half out of 40. No. Mm, uh, yeah. I see you as usual. <laughs> as usual. <laughs> not, not, not horrible for sure. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that movie. <laughs> I loved I, it. <laughs> I, was, I was just, I loved, I was like rooting yeah. for them. It was, yeah. I think I had an assumption, which is my bad, in that because Blackula is a pun on Dracula, I think I had an assumption that it was a punny movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like a, um, what's the word? Oh, a satire almost, mm-hmm. like is mm-hmm. sort of what I was thinking, just because it's like, it's such a silly pun, mm. but it is not. It is. I liked it a lot. It was really good. I really like it. I'm definitely going to watch this with uh, with my other set of eyeballs now. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, still made in the 70s. Seven. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. Um, but like in general, like, like just the, the journey of it. I was... know. I was like heartbroken. Yeah. It's, like, it's like. Oh man. Well, thank you for sharing that with me, Ms. Burns. You're welcome. I'm I'm so happy that that we did it. Yeah. Um okay, what else? So, it's your week, which means we have an episode Ooh. of our other Oh my gosh, that means this past Monday we just had an episode come out of Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar and it's with mm-hmm. Graham Skipper and Matt Mercer. It is such a fun episode, you guys. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's super fun. So check that out. Um, that's uh, a, you can follow that at KKSTC podcast. We added a fun Obviously. new twist. Uh, we did. Oh my god, we added a new twist. It's it's very fun. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Yes, new twist. 
at KKSTC podcast. And then obviously we are at KK Sam podcast. I'm going to make a couple strong suggestions <laughs> that we've made before. We know you are listening to us because your ears are currently taking our voices in. But we'd love to expand our Sam army. So if you could tell five people about our podcast, that would be amazing. That's what we're trying to get Sam Army to to work and to become a saying. It is for working. For two and a half years. It is working. I've never, ever gotten on board with it. I never repeat it. I never say it myself. I've never ding-dinged. I've never held yad. She keeps trying to do it, you guys. I am on board and I'm sailing away. I am on board and I'm sailing away. The wind is at my back and it mouth. is a beautiful journey. Sam Army. <laughs> like, I'm like, KK Sam fam. It was much better. I don't want to tell you that. <laughs> KK Sam fam or Sam Army, whichever you choose. <laughs> yeah, whatever you prefer. Uh, uh, but if you could tell five people is what I'm saying. Um, and rate, subscribe, and review. And then also check out our Patreon, you guys. I mean, we're doing shit over there. Do a lot and of And we'd things. like you to join us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're having parties over there. What else do we need to say? Just Facebook we group. we love you. Sammy Stay Love, maybe. Uh, and we love you. Facebook group. Lots mm-hmm. of really wonderful humans in there. Yeah. I was telling Lala that, too. I was like... I just feel like Kat and I talk all the time about how lucky we are that like all of our listeners are just like amazing humans. Um, amazing human people. It's incredible. We really lucked out. And I just, I love it so much. So please invite more of your amazing friends to the KK Sam fam. <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We love you so much. <laughs> this has been Kim and Kat's Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week. Stay alive. Put a ghost in me. I'm I'm done. done.